Welcome into the Hustle Podcast, simulcast live on the Wager Talk YouTube channel. I am Drew Martin, joined by CT Bets, Adam Trigger. We got Kelly Stewart and the Walrus joining us for Wally's Corner. Guys, we are brought, brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Viva Tequila Seltzer going live in Boston, California, Florida. We got Connecticut coming up as well. Viva Tequila Seltzer, refreshing and drinkable hard seltzer, 88 calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, 4.5% ABV, the perfect drink for pregame or postgame celebrations. Tequila Seltzer, guys, I am a big fan. Check it out in store coming near you. CT Bets, my man, the hula dance, the whole bit. He is back, called back from the bullpen, feeling better. CT Bets, hopefully uh, you're feeling all right, buddy. Good to see you back, and uh, welcome back to the show. Drew Martin Betts, I can't tell you how good it is to see both of your mugs. I miss both of you. I feel great. Uh, you know, it was 10 days of absolute pure hell. And no joke, probably the worst week of my life health-wise and gambling-wise. It, it wasn't a very good uh, week last week. Obviously, I, I, I gave Trigg a couple of picks um, for, the, for the show on, um, on Saturday. They obviously didn't fare well, but obviously you know how it goes, Trig and Drew. Uh, the week before that, when I was four and zero on the shows, no one was uh, saying anything on Twitter. But Trig, who's that? That that guy, the, the handy, the handicapped guy who has the stupid fucking emoji a, as his Twitter <laughs> thing. That was that guy. I'll push over with my pinky finger, Trig. Who 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 is that? I I, I, I want to talk to him. I want him. Does he watch our show? Because I'm gonna rip off some winners today. And if he has anything to say, he can come to talk to right to CT Betts, right online. <laughs> come on right now, big boy. I'm back to Martin Betts. It's Christmas week. Let's go. Good to see you guys. Good to wow. see you, CT Betts. Good to have you on. I was going to say, I, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. But if he if he does watch, you know, yeah, we, we, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get your comment on. Hop in the chat. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, but, yeah, yeah CT, I don't know if you. Who it was. You knew who it was, the handicapped guy with the, with the sign. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could, I could figure yeah. – I could I could look it up. I, I don't know him personally. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I I, def, I don't know if you how much you watched on Saturday, CT, but I did shout you out for um, those college basketball picks on Saturday, the previous Saturday, which won. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you know, la last week was uh, – I, I think we'll probably get into it. You know, I, I came on here and gave out – Oregon State when we were just sort of kicking back bowl games around, uh, but I ended up having like an awesome bowl weekend. I actually I hit all of my bowl, bowl bets that I actually made on Saturday, so that's kind of how it goes sometimes. I even said, you know, I haven't bet anything yet. Um, I actually didn't lock in a single bowl play uh, for the weekend until like uh, Friday morning. Uh, but uh, so you know, I, I do think now that the uh, we're, we're starting to get further in the bowl season and the games are getting closer, um, it, it, we'll have some better stuff for today that we will we got uh army versus missouri i'm sure we're going to talk about tonight guys we got to look ahead towards some of these bowl games we got nfl week 16 man this uh season is not much left of the regular season so some good games to break down we'll get out uh best bets as well we got uh kelly in vegas wally coming on first uh we got to go to the recap segment though uh trig i know you hit it a little bit but um transparency is key in this business what, what what's the recap segment look like yeah, so remember we're we're recapping Wednesday's show from last week. Uh, that was uh, we were we were down CT bets in that show, so it was me, uh, you, Drew, and Kel, and it, it was pretty. I would say it was pretty much a wash. Um, we kicked back the weekend bowl games.
Kelly talked about Louisiana Lafayette and Western Kentucky, which both won. Um, Coastal Carolina fell just short. And then I, the one I mentioned earlier, Oregon State fell just short. So a split there. Uh, Kelly's sharp card went two and three. Uh, Patriots and Colts just failed to, to hit the over. Uh, I think that lost by a point. Uh, Broncos was just a weird game. You know, CT, that was the, the game he was, one of the games he talked about over the weekend. Uh, that steamed all the way up to minus three. Uh, Teddy Bridge, Bridgewater with a scary injury in that game. I have a feeling the Broncos would have won. If he was if he was still in, I think they would have won. Uh, but they didn't. So so do I, if, if he was there. Uh, Giants-Cowboys yeah. under gets there pretty easily. The Cardinals uh, was a, a odd sharp play, in my opinion, and, and that lost outright. Uh, but Bill's Panthers got over. Oh, the over did hit by a, by a point there. Uh, so two and three on Kelly Sharp card. The Walrus, the gift that keeps on giving. We'll see him in a little bit. Uh, two and one on his uh, uh, Wally's Corner plays from last week. Fresno State needed to fall on that football in the end zone uh, to, to get that cover there. They didn't, so they won by seven. That one lost, but a nice 2-0 and Sunday in the NFL for the Walrus. He had the Saints, who beat the Bucks outright, shut him out, and the 49ers blew out the Falcons. Two and one on Wally's Corner. And that puts him at 56, 37, and 3 for the year, 60.2%. Uh, and then best bets uh, from the show ended up splitting. Uh, I lost with Weber State, and Ariel lost with, with one of her props. Uh, but Kelly hits the Saints in a game that she was at. And Drew Barton Betts gives us a, ni- a nice degenerate special in college hoop uh, under in the Washington State game that ends up getting there pretty easily. So. Yeah, pretty much a wash last last week, but you know that's not going to kill us, and we'll try to win. Uh, we'll try to win this week. Good stuff, Trig. Nice recap segment there. Yeah, that Washington State team, uh, college basketball, will be looking for them under guys. They play really good defense. We got um big game slate breakdown. Also, huge shout out to the chat box. Everybody joining us live, Wager Talk YouTube channel. We got Elliot, Kyle, um, Abby Jackson in the house. Shout out to you, Abby. Um, so feel free to chime in here, guys, on the uh, in in the Wager Talk YouTube, the chat box, uh, what you're wanting to hear about, what games you're betting. We'll try to get it out here on the show. We got Pat Wall joining us as a uh, as a visitor, but he's going to come on uh, for Wally's Corner as well, straight from Las Vegas, Nevada. And also feel free um, on Twitter and make sure to check out the merch store, guys. the uh, The link in the Twitter. Uh, on our Twitter, the Hustle Show Pod, the link to all kinds of cool stuff. We got hats, we got shirts, we got good little slogans there. We'll get it out here on the show. But we got a big game slate breakdown. What you guys uh, click the link for? I'll actually go towards tonight, guys. We got uh, some guys here. Kyle saying he's on Army minus three. Of course, now Army's minus six and a half, even minus seven at South Point and at Penny Offshore. Fifty-four being the total. We get the SEC versus a military academy. Now, Missouri, I don't know, guys. I feel like they're a little bit fraudulent here in the bowl season coming from the SEC. Yes, you get to carry that moniker. But at the same time, I feel that they kind of beat some teams that were a little bit down in order to get here. Army, on the other hand, a pretty easy schedule to make it here off of that Navy loss. You know, letdown spot. I don't really look at it like that because it's a military academy. I don't think motivation is usually an issue here. However, I do worry about Missouri having extra time to prepare for the option. The way I'm going to look to bet this, guys, if Missouri is stopping the option early, a lot of times with, you know, option teams, when it's kind of when it's they're hitting the holes and there's big plays, 
in the first quarter, that usually is the is the theme in the third and the fourth quarter. It's not something you figure out how to stop the option during the game. At the same time, if you're stopping the option in the beginning, you're usually stopping it at the end of the game as well. So that's something I'm going to look for. After about two drives, if Missouri's stopping the option and if they're moving the ball, keep in mind they got a uh, backup quarterback, the running backs out as well. That might be something to live bet Missouri in. And I know that it's it's kind of against the trend here. Um, Army is definitely, you know, the side, the public side, however you want to put that. Everybody's in their mom is on is on Army here. You can see it in the line move. Um, so that's something that kind of worries me, I guess, just kind of talent top to bottom on the roster. You got to think a lot of these Missouri guys would at least in theory be better than the Army guys. But uh, you got to think Army has put together a heck of a season. They kind of deserve to be the favorite, but I'm going to look to kind of live bet this one. A good one, a singled out game in college football uh, Wednesday night. So it's almost like you kind of got to bet it. But CT bets, not sure if you got anything on this Missouri Army game or what uh, big game breakdown you wanted to go for. Yeah, Drew, I think you made, you made a good point here. I, I initially uh, looked at Army. I did not get down early enough. And this game, obviously, it's ticked up to six and a half. Um, I'm kind of with you on there. Missouri kind of kind of finished out the, the, the season pretty strong. I mean, they had wins over South Carolina and then Florida. Um, they lost to Arkansas the last game of the year. This is a, a game that I'm probably going to stay away from. I might. Uh, I'm obviously going to watch it as a standalone game and <laughs> might get involved. Um, and live, but Drew, I wanted to point out before I did my my big game breakdown, and I'm going to talk a little bit, Drew, because I've been absent, so I've missed you guys, and hopefully uh, our audience has missed me too. But I wanted to push out yesterday. I'm with my VP of Sales for my my re- real job. We're sitting at a bar having a beer, and it was around 3:15, and he said, "Oh, there's a bowl game coming on," and I had no idea. The state Wyoming game was at 3.30. And uh, I said, oh, yeah. He's like, well, what do you think about this game? I'm like, uh, I really don't know. My good buddy, Drew Martin Betts, watches all these Mac games. I bet he has a play on it. So I said that to him. He goes, well, I already know, I already know the winner. I said, okay. He goes, Kent State. Kent State's quarterback's unbelievable. I'm betting Kent State right now. You should hop on board. So, of course, what I do, I saw that you had Wyoming. I run to the bathroom, bet Wyoming. Sat there, watched the game with him, and uh, you know we we all know what happened there. Wyoming got the got the cash, and that was a great pick by you. But wanted to throw you a little plug, and also um, my VP of Sales, who will never watch the show, so he won't know that I'm making fun of him. So good job there, Drew Martin. <laughs> Hey, the Cowboys, man. Craig Bowl and Bowl season, guys. Try to remember that. He's a good coach. He's an older dude, but he coaches them up, man. So, uh, hey, I appreciate that. That was it. Was more of those like body blows I felt like Wyoming was doing because in the beginning Kent State was giving them some trouble offensively but you could just tell Wyoming was like pushing them around up front and sure enough in the second half kind of came to fruition so uh yeah appreciate it man glad glad you cashed with the Wyoming Cowboys Trig what what game you want to hit here big game breakdown so you know what I I was actually going to talk about this game as well uh but I'll 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 still talk about it because I have a couple of different things I want to touch on so I, I did get down on Army at three and a half. Uh, gave it out at Wager Talk. Uh, that's that's the side I like. I don't like that like everyone's jumped on it, but I think most of the you know a, a lot of the the action has come in at the new number. And I'll be honest with you, like I'm I'm never on like this square side ever usually, but I even kind of like Army now. Like I I think I, I think Army like the way I had this game initially before the big move. I thought Army was just going to run all over Missouri, uh, and 
and pretty much run the ball at will, score at will. So another way you can play this, obviously, I, I do like my position getting a good number, three and a half. Now at six and a half, I don't know if, you know, I'm not going to really endorse that as a, as a play, but I do think the over is in play here. So I saw some sharp money on the over earlier today, which I thought was interesting. Uh, and that, so that leads me to believe, like, I think this could be such a blowout. And I might be way off here, but I think this, this reminds me, Drew, I don't know. Do you remember Army Houston in a bowl game a couple of years ago when I think Army steamed up to like a six point favorite and they just ran Houston off the field? Yeah, yeah, it was it was something like that. And it was just like the, the Army money kept coming and coming and coming and they absolutely hammered whoever they were playing. I kind of feel like that's what happens tonight. Um, but if you're looking for a, a, another way to sort of slice it, I think the over is a good bet here. And I think Army's team total over is a good bet here because I really don't I don't think Missouri's gonna gonna be able to stop them. And I think Missouri's gonna have trouble moving the ball with a fresh a redshirt freshman quarterback making his first start and you know some hits to their running game. So yeah, I I like Army in this game. I've liked Army all season. I obviously love him at the number I got him at at three and a half. Uh, but I still think you could lay the six and a half, and I like the over and Army's team total over as well. And you know what's another thing pointing towards Army here, Trig, is if Missouri can't stop the option, they're running the same offense in the third and fourth quarter. So, it, you know, it's not, it, I doubt it's going to be like a two touchdown win for Army. It's either going to be like, you know, Missouri's in this game or, yeah. or Army blows them out type deal. Yeah, and then I'll just add one more thing. I mean, if if Army is ahead like that, um, I think there's an oppor opportunity for some garbage points in this game. So that kind of tips me toward yeah. the full game over being in play, uh, especially because it, it seems like we see that in these bowl games where, you know, they, there's just the, the tack on scores seem to come in the, in the bowl games. And it, it's kind of a low number. I think it's only 54. Uh, so I think the over... Uh, is definitely in play here, and like I said, I still would, I would still lay the six with Army, and I think if I, if I add those two things together, uh, Army team total over looks good as well. Yeah, I can see that happening for sure. So this is a good one, guys. Singled out game. I mean, I guess you 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 know we're making a lot of points here towards Army. Um, I, just to play devil's advocate, Trig, feel free to like fire back. You know, redshirt freshman at quarterback, he did get the extra preparation time for talking about the Missouri quarterback. In theory, that would help him. Plus, Eli Drinkowitz supposedly you know a, a quarterback whisper here at the college football level plus the extra time to prepare for missouri and that option i don't know i'm just kind of looking for points where missouri could be kind of you know like you talked about i guess a square side and i, I say that like very very i don't know vanilla because i i don't know if there is a square or sharp side in this one but uh just throwing points out there do either of those worry you well i mean what worries me i i don't know that there's a um I know Army got hit by some sharp action early. I know the the money that's kind of pushed it up, like past six and stuff, is probably just you know, uh, just anyone just piggy Piling piggybacking on, yeah. that. Yeah, I know the books need Missouri tonight for sure. Um, there's, I don't think there's much Missouri action out there at all. That would be the concerning part for me. Um, I guess the way I see this playing out. I think Army's going to tr control this game. I think Missouri, if they hang around, they'll have a chance to backdoor it. But again, I think if I was going to bet this now and I hadn't, I hadn't gotten involved yet, I would just kind of like, for me, I would split up my risk between 
the over and, and Army. I, I'd be I'd be kind of surprised if it's a low scoring game that Missouri um, ends up covering. I think if it doesn't go over, it's because this Missouri offense didn't do anything, and then you're you're probably going to cash the Army bet. So that that's just how I uh, that's my take on it. That's how I would play it. Yeah, enjoying the game tonight, guys. Maybe drinking a, v- a Viva. Viva coming to a store near you. Our belief is to live long, live well, live it up. Hashtag Viva up. ACT bets. Talking about Viva here. Uh, over. When do you think the next day you're having a Viva? You need to rest this out, man. Well, Jumar and Betts, I'm having one right now. I'm feeling <laughs> good. I'm, I'm, I'm back home for the holidays at, at my mother. So uh, her and I are going to enjoy some pizza and a couple of Vivas tonight. Nothing crazy. I'm going to take it easy. But Drew Martin Betts, I just realized uh, when it was my turn to give the game big game breakdown, all yeah. I did was plug you from yesterday. I do I have a big it. game breakdown, Drew Martin Betts, and that is one of your favorite bowls and one of my favorite bowls, and that is the Hawaii the Bowl Hawaii on bowl. Christmas yes. Eve, which is also a standalone game every year. Aloha, Waikiki. I'm gonna have my lay on. I'm gonna be doing the hula baby, Drew Martin Betts. I like the points on Christmas Eve, Jumar. Yes. Give me the Rainbow Warriors plus eight and a half. This is, like I said, one of my favorite bowl games. You got the game, they got, got the game on. You're with your family. You, you can sneak away, get your fix in, fire down some vivas while you're you got the your your uh, your eyes at, at, at the corner looking at, at the TV while everybody thinks you're supposed to be paying attention to them watching, uh, you know, doing Christmas stuff. This is always a big advantage for Hawaii at home, Drew Martin Betts. As you know, Memphis has to fly 12 hours here to go to paradise. How motivated are they actually going to be when they land that plane and they, they get to Hawaii on Christmas Eve? Drew Martin Betts, this Hawaii team could score. So could Memphis. We've seen both of these teams play very well this year. I think eight and a half is way too many. This is a solid Hawaii team. They finished very strong, Drew Martin Betts. Two wins against Colorado State, and they beat Wyoming the last game of the year. Uh, the Hawaii Bowl, also a little tidbit for you, Trig. Not sure if you know this one. Hawaii Bowl has seen underdogs cash in three of the last four fucking tilts in the Hawaii Bowl, okay? <laughs> Hawaii is also 3-1 and one in their last four bowl appearances. I expect the Rainbow Warriors from Martin Betts to be all fired up. I think they're going to be doing the hula. You know how they – they do the the Indian war dance and everything. I think they're going to be on the field doing that. Give me the Rainbow Warriors, Drew Martin Betts. Christmas Eve, standalone game, plus eight and a half. Sprinkle some money line. Rainbow Warriors, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, CT Betts. You know, I wasn't going to drink, but seeing you do the hula, talk about the Hawaii Bowl. Oh, my gosh. Viva's <laughs> just so dang good, wanna, guys. Got to check it out. I, hey, and it's I, my favorite bowl wanna, game, CT Bets. It really is, man. So I, I love you talking about, about it. This numerous times. Awesome game. Awesome game. I want, I want to throw one more thing in. I think because the Aloha Stadium like pretty much got condemned, I'm pretty sure this oh, yeah. is at Hawaii's like little complex like on yeah, campus. Ching complex. So it's only it's like – Ching complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's – so there's only like 9,000 seats in this place, at least until they renovate it, which I think they're going to do this off season. So like, that's actually really cool for a bowl game. Like you should have like a packed house. You would think you would get like eight, eight, nine thousand 9,000 fans in a bowl game there. It could be like all, it could be all Hawaii fans. It might actually be a little bit of a home, a home field advantage for them. Sure. I mean, w- watching some of the Hawaii games this season, 
you know, some of their games, they had no fans, you know, they had like really strict rules out there. And then some of the games, I think they had like a thousand like friends and family. And it was, you know, watching the games at like midnight, everybody's wearing a mask outside. I don't know. It was a little bit weird, but I'm pretty sure they're back to normal trick. That's a good point. Well, yeah, I think like, I want to say it was, there was one of one big game they had. They definitely had a good crowd. I don't know if it was Fresno state or San Diego state, but like they definitely had like uh, like some fans there so yeah i have no idea what they're doing for that but it's 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 something to look at uh because you know like i said it's like a eight thousand nine thousand seat venue like on campus we, you just don't really expect to see like big games you know big d1 games there let alone a bowl game so that should be interesting yeah, Hawaii on the island getting points more than a touchdown. And and CT Best, I know you read this. Like they, there was some reports that there was like uh, some locker room kind of going downhill. I guess we could say from Todd Graham, their head coach, their quarterback Cordero transfers out, but their backup quarterback, he was getting a lot of talk beforehand. Um, and he, he, you know, he's from Texas. So all the reports are, you know, with all these extra practices, he's ready to go. I think that's a a, a plus. Also, interesting side note. These two quarterbacks, the the starting quarterback for Memphis and the starting quarterback for Hawaii, played each other in the Texas playoffs just last year. So uh, I thought that that was pretty unique. And now they're going to play each other again in uh, the Hawaii Bowl. But, yeah, that will be a fun one. Um, Guys, we got Kelly in Vegas coming on with us uh, here in just a second. I know uh, she she had a mention on this as well. But just, just kind of the way it sets up, you know, one single game on Christmas Eve. You got to bet something, you know, an over, under, a side. You take the Rainbow Warriors and you thank CT on Christmas Day. That's what you do. You bet the Rainbow Warriors plus eight and a half and you open your Christmas presents. You act like you're having a good time with your family when you're really not. And you whack some Vivas and you whack the game. Let's go, Drew Martin Betts. I'll be doing the hula. I'm back, baby. Big Daddy's back. Let's go. Bring the bring corporal. Let's go, <laughs> Kelly. Get out of here. Let's go. Without further ado, Kelly, welcome on. Talk about the hula. Oh, my God. What a disaster. Remember when T.T. Betts thought he was dying last week? That was fun. Uh, glad he's back. Glad he's bringing the heat. Uh, I had a really long day, so I already started drinking my Viva, which you can't see because it's green because watermelon mm-hmm. yeah, is told my you. second favorite flavor. I told you. Uh, well, I already drank all the grapefruit trig, obviously, so you got to go on to the um, second flavor, and uh, it's a green can, so you can't see it. It's pretty funny. I'm completely out. I have to, I gotta, I'm gonna bring a haul back from CT's on New Year's Eve. I'll be out there and I'm coming back with a trunk full of Viva. So, well, ship some down to me because the entire family put me in charge of booze on Christmas. Of course, they did, because uh, I pick out great wine and they said, bring some Viva. I said, uh, well, it's gotta be special ordered from Boston uh, still. So, I'll do what I can. So unfortunately, I'm going to take eight whole cans over there and uh, do a little sampling and tell everybody else they're going to have to wait to uh, try the other flavors that are not named watermelon and grapefruit. <laughs> Hawaii Bowl, CT Betts is back. He's sick. That was water under the bridge. CT, are you coming to us from the Sunshine State? I heard you mention uh, Val, your mom. So yeah, I'm at Val's uh, Connecticut house right now. She's home for uh, about a week and okay. a half for the holidays, so. I just got home this afternoon and uh, we'll spend uh, Christmas down here, go back to Boston on, uh, on Christmas Day. Cool, cool. Well, Val is, uh, is, is one of the best people walking this face of the planet and she's, uh, yeah, I guess, coaching CT bets back to health. Kelly, we had plus 11 and a half here on the Saints, your best bet from uh, last week. Heck of a call there. And uh, you, you grinded it out. You, you were sweating it out with your grandma in the stands. How was it? 
There was no sweating. That was such an easy winner. Uh, the money line maybe had to sweat a little bit, but uh, the plus 11 and a half was basically never in doubt. We had a great time. Grandma is a Saints fan, even though she's from Chicago, uh, because when Mike Dicka left the Bears, he went to the Saints. So that's how she's actually a Saints fan. And I don't blame her. I wouldn't want to be a Bears fan either. Uh, that's kind of how I ended up a Denver Broncos fan, even though I'm a Blackhawks and a White Sox fan. Who wants to be a Bears fan after basically 1985? Nobody. We had a great time. Raymond James Stadium, excellent place to watch a football game. I was there with you guys in October as well. So highly recommend it. The weather was about 20 degrees cooler, which was amazing. Because uh, the day we went, it was hotter than the surface of the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I was just yeah. going to say that, Kelly. Yeah, as far as like great place to watch a game, I don't know. It was really, really hot. You had to find some uh, some shade. Some first some of all, Hard Rock Stadium was definitely hotter when I was down there with Brittany for the Michigan State yeah. game. So basically, the uh, two games that I watched without you guys in the state of Florida had nice. Uh, upsets. The game I watched with you guys absolutely dominated the Dolphins, but we got the under, so we'll take it. CT bets, take it away, man. So, Cal, I, we, you and I were gonna we're gonna talk here about NFL and the effects that COVID has been having recently. And when I was driving back down to to Connecticut, the Vals here, I, I started thinking, you know what? I'm so sick and tired of talking about COVID and how it affects games that I'm throwing that out the window, Cal. We're not going to talk about that right now. What I want to talk about is something that we've been kind of telling everybody on the show. Uh, we haven't mentioned it in a while, but I want to bring it back up. We, our crew, is going to Vegas for March Madness. First weekend of March Madness. Um, I know you've been, you've been kind of working the details out with, um, you know, maybe being at the Westgate with, with John Murray. I don't know if he's still friends with us. We haven't really heard from him. Well, <laughs> let's give the audience a little preview of what they expect. The hustle crew is going to be down there. We're going to be watching games at the Westgate. What are we going to be doing? I think we're going to do a live show. Oh, the four of us, maybe the walrus. Yeah. We'll throw the walrus's head against the wall a couple times. But <laughs> let's talk something fun here. Instead of talking about the NFL and the COVID, the hustle crew coming to Vegas first weekend of March Madness. I'm going to take the under that Walrus even still lives there by then. That's uh, that's my uh, analysis. But, no, John Murray's going to take good care of us, as always, over at the Westgate. They had the VIP room. Was there for my birthday. We were there last year for March Madness. Always a great time. Uh, and, look, we'll probably gallivant around like we've done before, hit up a couple other restaurants, do some other fun stuff. I know I owe uh, a nice, sizable dinner to everybody. So that's going to be super fun. i got to figure out with my accountant how the fuck I'm going to pay for that. Uh, as far as the tax write-off <laughs> goes, that is. And uh, we're going to go from there. It's going to be a great time. But, yeah, we'll be there for the first week of March Madness. It sounds like we're all going to fly in on, what, Wednesday? And then go Wednesday. out to dinner Wednesday night. Games start Thursday, unless it's crazy like it was last year where they screwed everything up. Uh, and then somehow fly home Tuesday, which might be the worst flight of my life. We're going to see uh, how it ends up playing out. Because last year, if I would have had to fly home on Tuesday, I probably would have died. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, John well. Murray, John Murray, he gave us like six straight winners and then just said, yeah, we're, we're, I'm good. You guys are good. Well, we'll he's like, we'll the Sharpers stop year. playing. Oh, okay, seems logical. <laughs> Listen, uh, he only does shows with two people and I'm not one of those people anymore, unfortunately, because uh, Kelly Murray's show is no longer profitable because, well, they went bankrupt and just decided not to pay us. Anyway, that being said, <laughs> uh, life is still really good. I'm really happy to be where I'm at over at Barstool and I'm glad that I don't have to do shows with John Murray every single Wednesday and Sunday where he basically just tells me I'm a dumbass and don't bet the NFL. 
he actually didn't sound like he, he he like wanted to do it all the all the time kelly did you get that vibe from him or is that just kind of the way he is well you know he works really hard he sits in his office and watches soccer all day and then i just show up and i create a lot of chaos in his life and a little disruption it, it's hard for some people i get it i'm not for everyone and uh about once a week <laughs> sometimes it was sunday sometimes it was wednesdays i came in you know uh ball of fire and i think it was a little much for him he works really hard. He has to have a lot of people report to him that are completely uh, pains in his asses more than me. So I get it. I understand where he's at. And uh, look, I don't blame him. If he's not getting paid to do media stuff, why would he want to do it? Kind of kind of in the same boat at this point in time. You know, I always tell a lot of the other women in the industry, never say no to anything. And uh, honestly, it's my favorite thing now. Sorry, I can't do it. So I'm here with you guys uh, because this is a wager talk show. And I do Barstool Sports. And that's it. That's it. I get to do whatever I want. Life is really good. Uh, I do miss John Murray every single day. Luckily, I'm in a group chat with him where I get to still talk shit to him on a very regular basis. Trig, what do you well, got? Cal, I mean, yeah, no, I was going to say, my, you know, we've managed to like revive one of my favorite parts of, of Kelly and Murray on this show, which was the uh, the card. And it was two and three last week. But I, I mean, that followed like just a monster run. I think I think we were on like a five week run at one point where it was like um, 21 and four. So I think we've broke even roughly the last couple of weeks. Uh, wondering if you've got anything for us this week. Yeah. So uh, as far as sharp stuff goes, Jags, uh, they bet them early on. Right now, I think the current line is one. There might even only be pickums out there. I haven't looked at the wager talk odd screen as of late. So I will say that much. They did play the Jags. God, that it's like, it's like gross. I feel really dirty thinking that I'm going to play this Jags team, but who the fuck are the Jets to be favored in this in this spot? So I don't blame them there. I lean that side. They did play Atlanta uh, minus four and a half. It's all the way up to six, even six and a half. If it hits a touchdown, be careful. You're way too late to the party. They also played the Bears plus seven. And then uh, I'm going to give out a couple of totals as well. As you guys know, those double-digit faves to the under have been so great, especially divisional. To the under, so I'm going to take the Bucks, Panthers on the, under, and the Cowboys, Washington football team under. Uh, those have just been great. They're 10 and 34 to the under in the last couple of years. So 78%. We cashed another three of them last weekend, one of them by the skin of our teeth because uh, Bill scored that late touchdown against the Panthers. But we got it and uh, hoping to cash two more again this weekend. Love it, Kelly. Good stuff. Sharp angles there from Kelly in Vegas. Up 50 units. Uh, her Barstool uh, Sportsbook Parlay hitting multiple times this season. Guys, a reminder, we're brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Viva, our flavors pair perfectly with our intestinal Blanco tequila for subtle and refreshing drinks. Guys, do want to throw something out there in terms of uh, Viva. You can pour tequila into a cup and Viva mm. into a cup, and it makes for actually a loaded I need you to stop. Viva That's like some Johnny Detroit shit. Where he'll get like a seltzer <laughs> and then add vodka because obviously he's Polish, so yeah. he enjoys the vodka, not the tequila, like me. Uh, I I can't. I think that's repulsive, you guys. This is a great drink. It's light. It's refreshing. If you're an alcoholic like Drew Martin Betts, by all means, add another shot. <laughs> what What do you add, Kel? Tahine or something? Didn't you have like a I, little half for plug, it? Okay. So as a margarita lover, I love margaritas. What do I love about margaritas? I love the lime. I love the salt. That's what I was talking about with Viva. We're going to work on some other flavors with the owner because I love lime. But I don't love weird flavors, right? Like I don't like pineapple, the mangoes, like all of those flavors of the world. So actually when the owner was asking me to taste test with the walrus 
and we were trying out some of the different flavors, I had initially axed some of those weird flavors. And they went with the four that they currently have, grapefruit, which is my favorite, obviously, power-rated number one, uh, and watermelon, number two. Both are amazing. Tahine, the salt that is not, you don't even have to get the kind of the salt. It's basically like a chili powder. Put it on the rim. Excellent. Highly recommend. Makes it just got that extra little kick. So then maybe if you did that in a margarita glass with a bunch of ice, and then added Drew Martin Betts' shot of tequila. Maybe I could get on board, but I'm not adding it straight to the can, Drew. Like, that's just like some Florida redneck shit you came up with. Well, you know, <laughs> you can do it Florida redneck style if you want to. Just take a sip out and pour it in the can. I actually <laughs> in, more enjoy putting ice into like a nice glass, putting a shot of tequila in, pouring a full Viva in, and then stirring it up. I think it makes for a nice drink. It's, it's like a, a, a loaded Viva is what I'm calling it. Okay. So, I don't know. Drew Try Betts. it out, guys. You're you're, I you're like I like something. that idea, Drew. Yeah, because you know the the one the great thing about Viva and the reason you can just smash these all day long is because the 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 tequila is really not overpowering. So like right. that's what I've noticed with tequila drinks before. Um, you know whether you order at a restaurant or, or some other ones, like the tequila is really like harsh. Well, not that's in Viva, like it's tequila. like. Well, yeah, what, of yeah, well, how, exactly. well, for whatever reason, I'm just saying, like you don't you. That's why it's so easy to drink Viva all day because the tequila is not, it doesn't just crush you when you take a sip of it. So yeah, like if you, I, I like the idea. I'll, I'll try it when I obtain more Viva because I drank all mine and I'm out. <laughs> yeah, guys, I recommend it. Try it out. It might be a little redneck Florida, but uh, hey, if you put it in a nice glass with some ice, I don't think it's too redneck. Hey, we got some questions here and uh, a spot um, actually before we get to Wally's corner guys, where we can, uh, hammer out any questions here in the chat box, feel free to reply on Twitter or on the wager talk YouTube in the chat box. We'll answer any questions. Um, we did get one from Tony G Tony. We appreciate you reaching out on Twitter. He's asking the crew. I'm curious about if officiating crews are factored into your handicapping. I'm thinking specific to the NFL. There are certain crews that throw more PI pass interference calls do you factor that into your handicap i guess we can go around the corner first off tony it's a great question i don't although i would start to like to just reading your question i think there definitely is something that to that almost like an umpire in baseball some of these guys are a little trigger happy throwing the pi and in the nfl that's such a huge penalty can swing the game i haven't but i'm definitely open to it kelly is this something that, that you factor into your handicapping at all so I think it's really hard to quantify, right? And and if you can't quantify something, it makes it really hard for me to bet on it, right? I know that I can quantify quarterback drop-offs uh, from starter to second string, but it's really hard to quantify what happened to Washington football team last night where they're pulling a guy off another team's practice squad, throwing him in there. It is what it is. Those are one-game yeah. sample sizes that make it kind of hard. But our, our good friend Joe that's in our uh, group chat talks about it all the time. He always sends a screenshot of, who the officiating crew is or who the lead official is on Sunday. And uh, Jerome Booger is definitely one that comes to mind. Tony Corrente is another one that comes to mind. But I can't quantify it, right? Do I feel better after the fact or worse after the fact, knowing that some of these guys are either for or against the team I bet on? Sure, absolutely. But I can't look at it on Thursday and say, well, can't bet the Saints tonight because Jerome Booger is going to you know, be all over the Dolphins. So – it is something that I do think that is worth talking about, but I don't have an actual like breakdown or data to support it. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm in the same boat as you. I think it's worth it. And CT bets, I've heard you talk about this. Is this something you factor in? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with Kelly on, on that as well. Um, we I have a mutual we have a mutual friend Joey um, Murray who works for 98.5 the Sports Hub in Boston. We had him on Thanksgiving week. He's always talking to me about this, and he's like, "Did you see who the referees are this weekend for the Patriots? Uh, you know, they they tend to to make calls against the Pats, stuff like that." I don't personally look at that. Um, he does. Um, it, I guess that's just kind of a, a preference thing. I'm not making my pick based on who the referees are for that weekend. I'm looking at, at the actual games, who's playing, and the numbers. Um, but it is an interesting angle, and it's a it's a really uh, pretty pretty cool question. Um, Trig, not sure if, uh, if if you factor in that at all, but I sure as hell don't. I I literally have never in my life looked at who the officials are before making a bet. It's just I just like like Kelly said. I just don't think it. I, I don't know how you're like like grinding out value by like. Unless, unless you're you're manipulating it in some sort of like a proper, I guess. So I'm not like a huge totals handicapper. Um, it might come into play more with like a total, uh, but you know I'll look at who is the more penalized team. I'll look at who's committing penalties, stuff like that. Who you know just just to from like a yardage standpoint. But no, I I, I really never look at who the official is because again, I just don't know what kind of I don't know if I can like. Like Kelly said, I don't know how you quantify an edge off of that. So it's like good. I guess it's like, you know, as much information as possible you always want. But I, I don't think I've ever like made a bet or not made a bet based on who the officials are. Cool. Guys, any other uh, questions here before we get to Wally's corner? We got Tank asking, hey, Kelly, when can we expect bet on it tonight? Bet on it should be out soon. It's uh, one of those things where uh, last year when we first were all working from home, we tried to do the show live and I, I felt like one of the things that upset Marco was the production value because when we were in studio, the production value was very high, right? We did some stuff with Sport Grid. Uh, we were on like different various yeah. like sling TV, if you will. Um, and so when we started doing it live, he felt like it lost some of the production value. Um, and so now we do do recording, even though I just refuse to ever fix anything. If something's wrong, I just keep talking through it, which is really hilarious. I uh, had a math blunder today on the show, so you guys are going to really enjoy that one. Uh, but it is probably going to be out in the next couple hours, especially now that we're not having the college football uh, show. It should be out sooner than we would normally expect. So hopefully any hour now uh, before you guys go to bed on the East Coast, I'd like to I'd like to know that it's going to be out. So give it a couple hours and I'll make sure to retweet it. Cool. No, sounds good. Uh, bet on it, guys. Uh, coming out tonight, it sounds like a really good show. You need to check that out. We got Gianni, Marco, and Kelly in Vegas. A lot of people here in the uh, chat box. Our buddy Ski Profit. Referees have uh, bias in his opinion. Donahue said the league assigns refs depending how they want the game to go. Of course, bringing up Donahue, talking about refs, Ski Profit. Man, in his book, talk, one, one of the things of... Uh, between the three refs making the bet who could go the longest without calling the first foul. That just got me going like, wow, what a heck of a bet. That would get my juices going if I was officiating an NBA game and uh, betting two other guys who could go the longest without fouling. That just gets to me. Uh, that's one of those that caught, that really caught me, guys. Well, <laughs> other sports for sure. I mean, other sports for sure. Baseball, you definitely want to know who the umps are because it's yeah, pretty yeah. it's pretty easy, easily obtainable information bumps that have bigger strike zone tighter strike zones like that's going to really help you when handicapping baseball i just have never figured out a way to apply I, it to football well 
for, yeah, exactly, Trig. For baseball, it's completely different, right? You yeah. basically have two guys that could decide the outcome of a game, right? You have uh, the infield umpire, you have the guy behind home plate versus there's five or six guys, there's guys in the booth, right? Like football has got a, a bigger crew. Yes, elite official, maybe, but I would love to see some data on that. So if anybody's got any websites, anything like that, I, I would love to see it. I will say this is good news for CT bets. Not good news, but it is news that uh, affects his Baylor Bears. It looks like 20-plus players uh, for Old Miss currently have COVID, so it sounds like they will not be eligible for the bowl game. I know he didn't want to talk about COVID, but as a Baylor fan, I already uh, took the points with Baylor early on. Baylor's now a, a one-and-a-half-point favorite, and uh, I expect that line to be gone if it's not already. Wow, that's good information there, Kelly. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, a, 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 anything there, CT bets being the alum, you like yeah. Baylor here? I, I do. That's a game I talked about. I, we haven't touched on it in a couple of weeks, but um, when the Lions first came out, I remember texting you guys um, to jump on Baylor, grabbing the grab the points there because um, Jeff Levy, who is the, the who was the offensive coordinator for Ole Miss, actually just left and um, he went to OU which means that Lane Kiffin is going to have to be the head coach and also be the offensive co coordinator, which obviously he's very capable of doing, but it's just going to be a, a lot for him to do in a big bowl game like that on New Year's Day. Um, Jeff Levy is somebody that has also was, is, he's Art Bryle's son-in-law. So he's very familiar with the Baylor program. I know the Baylor program has obviously changed since Art Bryles, um, but Baylor is Baylor. They still run a lot of the same high-tempo offense. So he he was going to have a lot of inside info on that Baylor team. I think that benefits Baylor a lot that Jeff Levy will not be coaching that game. I really do like Baylor in that, in that spot. It looks like Gary Bohannon, who is the actual starting quarterback, who missed the last two games. Um, you know, the freshman came in and, and did a great job. But it looks like Gary Bohannon is going to play. Um, like I was telling Kelly, you and Trigg, this is Baylor's Super Bowl. No one's opting out. They probably don't have any pros uh, this year. So everybody's going to play the game, and they're, they're going to look to finish the season strong. So I, I grabbed the points with Baylor there, and I still like a minus one, minus one and a half, and that's great news what, uh, what Kelly just said as yeah, well. Yeah, I just found a plus, a couple of plus ones still available. So, I mean, it's still on the board. I, I trust the source. It is from a, a, a person within the, within the whole uh, news cycle there as far as Oxford, Mississippi goes. So, look, I think you can grab plus one right now with Baylor. Granted, the game is not until New Year's Day. That is still nine days yep. away. That doesn't mean guys won't um, either test negative or uh, I, depending on how the protocols have to work there. But, look, I already liked Baylor's side, so to be able to get plus one right now, I did get plus one and a half last week when Chris and I spoke about it. So to get plus one still right now, if if guys truly are going to be out or opting out or testing positive, I think it's I think it's worth a play on Baylor. I like it. And Kelly, is this something? Are we like breaking news right now? Is this something you just heard about, or did this come out? I mean, it's a, it's the same same type of people that text me all season long. I mean, there's five or six guys that get really great information. I got really great information on Western Kentucky. I'm going to come back and uh, I have Western Kentucky, or excuse me, uh, Western Michigan plus six. I'm going to come back and bet Nevada plus seven. That's a huge middle. Whether it hits or not, it doesn't matter. You're going to, you're going to get ahead of that kind of information uh, sooner than later is, is excellent. So um, for me, it's kind of a, a max bet sort of deal. 
Very rarely does it backfire in my face. If 20 guys for Ole Miss really are out, one of two things is going to happen. One, they're not going to play the game. Or two, the line's going to move in the other yeah. team's favor. Still, it's, it's, a, it's a CLV type of situation, right? Plenty of trophies sitting here on my mantle uh, from NFL season, but in college football, those CLV trophies, I feel like, are a lot more valuable. Absolutely. And you bring up that uh, Nevada-Western-Michigan hats off to you, Kelly, because uh, that one has moved two touchdowns. Absolutely. You called that, uh, what, a couple weeks ago now. Guys, we do have uh, Wally in, in the house, I believe. Wally's corner. Guy bringing some goods straight from Las Vegas. Pat Wall, welcome to the show, buddy. Oh, maybe a mute button. Yeah, well, Wally, we, Wally's muted. He has no clue. This is awesome. I'm going to text him right now. Yeah. God, why no, is he no, like I, this? Big mute. Big mute. Wow, wow, there we go. That, guys. How's everybody right, doing? Well, we're going to kick things off. Good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fresh you know, mistake. Start, you got, don't, don't let the boy get hot before we even get going here. Uh, good <laughs> to see everybody. Uh, welcome to Wally's Corner. I'll, I'll pull a, a CT bets here. Trig, can I get a record? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold on. I gave it out earlier, but the the record is now 56, 37, and 3. Uh, that's 60.2% for those of you who can do math. Okay, that's over 60%, and that's a pretty good sample size. So awesome season so far, Walrus, and you know we hope that we close it out as strong as it started. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, the edge starts to dissipate a little bit as the season goes on, but uh, 60%, not bad. I'll take it uh, any day of the week and uh, twice on Sunday. So uh, this week in Wally's Corner, we still have four pending. Uh, we had number 229, Memphis. Uh, that was opposite of Drew Martin Betts and CT Betts. They liked the plus eight and a half. We were involved a little bit earlier there here in Wally's Corner. Uh, we <laughs> were on that around five and a half, I believe. And then the game Kelly was just referring to, Western Michigan. Uh, we heard some birdies chirping at plus six. I think around the time the show went off that week, they were at minus one. I said that was still good. Now they're up to minus uh, seven. That's great. Uh, number 258, Tennessee. They bet that at minus three. I said it was still good at four. I think it's at five now. And then number 260, Michigan State. That was around uh, plus two and a half, uh, I think, on the episode that that was given out on. Uh, and that's moved since. Uh, but this week, uh, we'll take uh, a look at college football first. Uh, they played number 228, Florida, minus seven. Uh, and then hop over to the NFL, number 452. They played the Titans plus four and plus three and a half. That's down to three. Uh, quickly, as I was getting on here, there was a sharp eye on 453 over 45 in Cleveland Green Bay. Uh, and on number 468, Vikings plus three, uh, saw some nibbles there uh, at minus 110. So that's uh, that's Wally's Corner. Uh, I hope everybody has a happy holiday and cashes some tickets. Happy holiday to you too, Wally. So it, it, CT Vets, is he not hanging around the whole show? We can stay here for uh, him until I'm going to let we him got, stay the whole show because I'm ready to go get some tacos now that I've almost finished my Viva. I'm going to give out my best bet because I'm pissed. I love UCF tomorrow night. I love, love, love with all the Florida opt-outs. Drew and I went over this earlier on the, every game on the board, and then Wally just comes in before I can even give out my best bet and just shits all over and said the Sharp Root plays for 
Yeah, so you, you, note, you've went against. I'm leaving the group chat. I'm pissed off. Go Perfect. Golden Knights. Wally, damn you. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad I don't have to see your faces on Saturday morning. I love you all. Have a great <laughs> fucking night. So what's your best bet? You see Her best bet's use. Yeah, you see up plus seven. That's the analysis you're going to leave the show with? <laughs> I already did an analysis on bet on it, and I give it out on every game on the board with Drew Martin bets. There's like five players, plus AR-15 is not playing. It's going to be Emory Jones for Florida. You've got Billy Napier coming in, but it's all Dan Mullen's kids. They're absolutely terrible. They don't care about playing UCF. UCF, this is huge for them. Recruiting-wise, Gus Malzahn, Drew Martin Betts' favorite guy over there. He knows. He's he's had Florida's number before. I'm going to leave it at that yeah, note. Wally, you have the floor. Thank you for coming in and ruining my best bet. You're welcome, Kelly. <laughs> Happy holidays. There she is. <laughs> Kelly Stewart, follow her on Twitter, at Kelly in Vegas. We got uh, Pat Wall stepping in instead. So uh, we got time here, guys, for a short hoop segment, and then we're getting to uh, best bets. Huge shout-out to the chat box. Again, guys, Rob in the house. We got Paco Healy from San Diego, California. He's like in Taco El Gordo in Las Vegas. Um, that is a good taco place, by the way, guys. Uh, check that out. Paco Healy in the house. Abby Jackson, all you guys. Uh, feel free to chime in in the chat box, or if you're watching on replay, feel free to uh, chime in in the in the reply section below on the Wager Talk YouTube channel or on Twitter at the Hustle Show Pod. Uh, Trig, throw it over to you here. Quick uh, minute or two on uh, college basketball. What's going on, hoop style? Yeah. So what I decided to do in this section, um, I gave a few plays out from a, a sharp group that I have access to on Saturday, uh, and people enjoyed it um they went five and three i went live on twitter on sunday morning um just by myself uh gave two more of those out and they both hit so uh you know people have been like dming me about that and i said all right i'll, I'll try to start kind of giving these out more as i see them on our shows uh so i'll that's what i'm gonna go to um uh the sharp group played virginia minus three uh i think it's up to minus four i personally still think it would be okay to play at minus four um, I'm pretty sure that's where you can get it now. Money line's a little bit juiced. You know, I don't, I wouldn't recommend buying back to three. I would say like either lay the four where it currently is now, or like maybe make a smaller bet and lay the minus 170. I wouldn't like buy back to three. I think you either money line or play the minus four. Uh, but they took Virginia minus three. It's now minus four. Like I said, that's the same group uh that we reported on Saturday, and then I reported again on Sunday. So um, that that's what I'll leave in this little section, and I'll I'll give a, another college hoop play as my best bet in a couple minutes. Absolutely, best bets. Let's start it off, guys. I'm actually going to the UCF Florida game. UCF Gus Malzahn and company, little brother, big brother. They're going to use that to their advantage. Um, even though UCF is what a top five university in terms of enrollment in the whole country, but hey, they're going to ride with this little brother thing until uh, they get into the Big Twelve. I would think in Raymond James Stadium, a sellout. It's going to be a fun one, guys. Tomorrow night in UCF plus the seven. Sprinkle a little bit here on the money line. We get a what an interim head coach for the Florida Gators laying a touchdown. I don't like that profile at all. All the guys opting out. Um, like Kelly and Vegas just talked about, guys. And uh, UCF, they get the young freshman quarterback. One thing I like to do, especially with these talented young kids, is, yeah, they play decently in the regular season, but after these bowl practices, a lot of times you see a lot better product from the quarterback position, getting you know an understanding of the offense in there. UCF, um, 
is the side guys and Gus Malzahn with extra preparation time you know this Gator defense is going to see some plays that they haven't seen on film so I think that that might they might get a cheap score or two to help out UCF as well so uh Knights plus seven for record keeping purposes but also sprinkle a little bit there on the money line so uh go right around the horn here ct bets man we got to get you back in here you were doing the hula you you were rocking a take the floor man you you deserve it you need some more time here some more face time all right drew martin bets well i actually i'm gonna go to the nfl for my best bet of the week but i do have a small little bonus play in college hoops that goes in eight minutes and i'm sorry drew martin bets this is i think you're on the other side I apologize in advance. This is strictly a numbers play for me. There's no handicap on it. I am on Tennessee minus one over Arizona tonight. Eight and two, uh, eight and two Tennessee versus undefeated Arizona. Everybody in the world betting Arizona, Tennessee minus one. That's just one of those light bulbs for me. I talk about that all the time where I'm taking Tennessee. That's also my bet. CT, that's my best bet too. I'm just jumping in here because it goes in like seven minutes. So go ahead. No problem. Yeah, so you, you could give the analysis. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there as a bonus for me. Drew Martin bets for my best bet. I'm going to the NFL, and I will be on the Baltimore Ravens, plus two and a half this weekend over the Cincinnati Bengals. I was extremely impressed with that Ravens team this past Sunday, the way they fought and played against that Green Bay Packers team, which was obviously the Ravens are decimated with injuries. I think seven out of the set, there's seven starting quarterbacks, cornerbacks from the beginning of the year are all out. They Tyler Huntley came in and played an unbelievable game. As crazy as this sounds, I don't have that big of a drop-off between Lamar Jackson and Tyler Huntley. They're kind of the same exact player. We saw Huntley. I mean, he was unfazed right there. The wide receivers that, that the Ravens have, they're playing great. He's got a lot of targets. Um, this is the second time in three weeks that the Ravens lost and less, with less than a minute left, trailing by one, going for two. I don't necessarily agree with the, the decisions that Harbaugh made, but listen, he wants to give his, his team the best chance to win. That's what he thought was. These these kids, I say kids, they are kids. These kids love Harbaugh. They love playing for him. They love wearing a Raven uniform. This is a revenge game, Drew Martin bets this weekend. I fully, fully expect the Ravens to not drop four straight this weekend. I like the Ravens to get the job done in Cincinnati. No problem here. Okay, this is a little I'm going to leave you with a little stat Harbaugh as a dog. The Ravens are 13, six and one against the spread as a division road dog. This is a revenge game. They will not lose four straight. And also under Harbaugh, nine and oh against the spread. The last nine as a doggy rough, rough Drew Martin bets. CT bets plus Rave plus two and a half Ravens. Hula, let's go. Big game breakdown. Rainbow Warriors. Plus eight and a half. I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. It's really good to be back. I love it. CTVet16 on Twitter. And guys, if Hawaii covers on Christmas, either Christmas night or uh, I don't know, sometime, wait, it would be Christmas or Christmas Eve. Are you going to do a hula on Twitter? CT I will. Yes. 100%. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I look yep. forward to that. And uh, Trig gave out his best bet. Uh, Pat Wall here, Wally's Corner. We got two and a half minutes, Wally. And keep in mind, I still got to do an outro here. So uh, throw it over to you. Take it. Take as much time as you need up to about two minutes, man. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the best bets were, were in Wally's corner. So my best bet is, uh, is for tonight, I'm going to have a fucking horrible flight 
Uh, I'm taking the red eye <laughs> from Vegas on Spirit Airlines back to see oh. my dad to surprise him for Christmas. Uh, I hope I can catch CT bets when I'm back in Boston. But my best bet is having just a miserable, miserable flight experience tonight. Uh, so I hope those tickets that I gave you in Wally's Corner cashed. And I hope uh, the Loyal Hustle listeners have a happy, happy holidays. How many edibles are you taking before you head to the airport? <laughs> uh, uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> He's Pat Wall, ladies and gentlemen. CT Vets, Adam Trigger. Huge shout out to Kelly in Vegas as well. And uh, to our sponsor, Viva Tequila Seltzer. Guys, feel free to pour the tequila in. A shot of tequila. Either way, it's a really good drink. Coming to a store near you live in Boston. Um, coming to California, Florida as well. We flavored our tequila seltzer because flavor, the spice of life, and we like our drinks with a kick just as we like to live our lives. Viva Tequila Seltzer, Wager Talk YouTube channel. Huge shout out to the chat box um, and wherever you're downloading your podcast at the Hustle Show Podcast. Adam Trigger, Drew Martin, CT Bets, and company. Thanks for tuning in. Best of luck, guys. No show on Saturday. Back next Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Come back and join us. Best of luck with your bets until then. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year.